everybody and welcome to the Just Call It Podcast. We're here today enjoying a nice, beautiful Wednesday morning. Looking off to the distance and uh, looking at the beautiful view. Uh, it's been a nice Wednesday so far. Kind of things kind of starting off slow as they usually do. Uh, I feel for everybody at work. Uh, you know, I hope you guys are doing good at work. Keep pushing through. And even when shit's getting tough and you're dealing with someone you don't like... Just remember, it's another day. It doesn't mean it's your whole life, you know? So while I chill here, enjoy myself listening to some music, I got the infamous East Bay Times to talk about with you guys, of course. Go through a little bit of these pages. Just wanted to tell you that the newspaper isn't something that is going to exist probably in a couple of years, you know? Slower and slower, there's a, you know, surely, but slowly, but surely, there's a decline in the newspaper business. And eventually the newspaper will be not needed, you know, be obsolete. You know, nowadays everybody sucks their news in through social media. They suck their news in through, you know, to television, through going surfing on the web or something. But I always say that when you don't read a newspaper... You are not reading, when you don't read a newspaper, you're just getting the news through normal sources that most people get them through the TV or through social media. In all those forms of media and news reporting, all those forms of media all have interruptions. With the newspaper and you sitting at home quietly reading this, whether it be in your kitchen table or on your bed or on the bathroom or something there's no interruptions there is no uh commercial there is no uh another feed of something else there's no need to log out of this app it's right here on a piece of paper this is why i say that getting your news through these type of sources is the most healthiest way to get your news because it's filtered it's not unfiltered it's filtered and that's what we need nowadays, guys. We need to get some more filtration through our shit because we're being fed over amount of bullshit. We don't need to know what the fuck is going on in the VMAs or the AMAs or the BBAs or who the gives a fuck, right? We don't need to know that Blow Joe got hit with a fucking car uh, in Arkansas because he was drunk. We really don't need to fucking know that. We fucking need to know what's going on in our fucking news, what's going on in the whole world, what's going on in the states, what's going on in your fucking country's going on in your city you need to know that shit you don't need to know about some drunk guy getting hit with a car that happens millions of times a day what are you gonna do this is just call it podcast man we tell it the way it is ain't no need to hide the bullshit As we go through the news, the first thing, boom, on the cover on the news is years after George Floyd's death, music and memories. So obviously, uh, the family, the family of the slain man meets with Joe, uh, President Biden and Vice President Harris at the White House, which is an awesome thing. 
you know, they passed the bill, the policy to, you know, ban chokeholds from police officers onto, you know, suspects or whatever. So, you know, it's a big thing. You know, uh, if you really think about it, you are eliminating something that's, you know, the police need to understand one thing. They need to take this problem in their own hands. It's not society's problem that you're a police officer, right? A police officer is gonna be a police officer because this is a job that they wanted to do, okay? As an individual, we look for our jobs and we just do our dreams or we just do a job that we have to do with our own needs, right? But whatever it is, a person who ends up being a police officer most likely wanted to be a police officer, right? They wanted to do some good in the world. They wanted to get criminals off the streets. Maybe something to happen to them as a kid. And they wanted to do something good for the world. Whatever, right? But if you're a police officer, and now you're part of this group of community of police officers, well, now there's this, this group of consciousness of how you kind of uh, go about things as a police officer, right? And there goes the incident with the George Floyd that now police officers are seen as wrong people, right? If you're a police officer, chief, whatever, you're going to need to take this upon your own hands, my man. Or my lady. Whatever it means, you as a police officer, you are going to have to start making your own judgment and your own calls. Because in how you approach things nowadays... You need to look at it with a much more different lens as a police officer. And I feel bad because police being a police officer is probably one of the most hardest jobs to do. One of the most dangerous jobs to have. To be scared of your own life. Um, but then all of a sudden you need to put some hands on somebody because they're not cooperating. What do you do? So these are questions to ponder as a police officer. This is on you, not on me. Um, you know, I can only be a good citizen, a good Samaritan, stay out of trouble. You know, don't get involved in violence. That helps a police officer, me being a good citizen, not breaking the laws. But what about those individuals who don't give a fuck about the law? And do whatever the fuck they're going to do, right? Well, as police officers, you have it tough to even bring those people down. Hey, man, bring the whole squad. This motherfucker doesn't want to cooperate and you can't take care of him with your own hands because you know you might get some shit going down. Call back up. Call back up. Get more hands on that shit. What is that guy going to do? Nothing. Rest his ass. We need to put chokehold on his ass. We need to do all that shit. Put him on the motherfucking floor. Grab his motherfucking arms with like six motherfuckers and put his ass in handcuffs and throw his ass in the motherfucking car. If that what needs to happen to someone, then, then do that shit. You don't need to fucking kill him. You don't need to fucking taser him to death. You don't need to fucking shoot him. If that's what needs to be done, fucking go grab that motherfucker. But if you gotta, can't fucking handle your shit as a police officer, call for backup, man. Call for fucking backup. When you got a crowd of people yelling at you, and you're putting hands on a person, just give up, bro. Right now, you'll just be a circus for the newspaper. Tough, 
for any individual who goes against one side, they hate the police, or the other side that you love the police. Whether you're a police officer or a family police officer, however you spot it, it's one of the most difficult jobs in the world right now because of so much, so much is being held up against them. So much. It's hard to battle that and come back and be okay. You know, it's hard to battle that and to come back and be totally fine with oneself. And we're back. Sorry, guys. Back to Just Call It Podcast. So, renewable energy. Guess what Biden has planned? Coast to open to wide, to, to wind turbines. Biden offshore development can provide clean electricity and thousands of jobs. All right. Biden administration on Tuesday announced plans to open areas of Pacific Ocean off California's coast to offshore wind development for the first time, supporting the construction of hundreds of large wind turbines to expand renewable energy and reduce the impacts of climate change. Wow. So they're going to build. So if you guys live in California and live in Morro Bay or Humboldt County, you might see way off into the distance from your coastal shore, some turbines, some huge turbines in order to save energy and to harness the wind that comes in so strongly from the Pacific coast into the California coast, which I feel every day here in the beautiful Bay Area. Goddamn, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful place. Wow, that's a beautiful view. Wow, it's very nice. Yes. Here in the beautiful Bay Area, I see the bay and then I see the ridge line of the San Mateo Hills. Right above that is going to be the Pacific Ocean. Right there by the Pacific Pacifica. If I were to go straight over there, right? Basically, Biden and Newsom teamed up maybe with his teams of crack engineers or whoever, decided that they're going to build wind turbines near Morro Bay in Humboldt County. To me, it's a beautiful idea. We need to take care of future resources. Gas is eventually not going to be... It's going to be too expensive. Anybody with a tank of gas in the future, it's going to be a fucking millionaire, bro. I'll tell you, in about maybe 50... 50 to 80 years gas you're not gonna need it you're not gonna need it and it's gonna be too fucking expensive that's one thing first of all it's gonna be too fucking expensive because it's gonna be very limited amount we're coming to a point where the fossil fuels it's not gonna do it it's not gonna do it it's too much money it's too much for the economy to keep going back then a gallon of gas was very cheap I remember going to the stores with my mom back then in the 90s. Gas was $2. $1.99. And I slowly started going up. $2, $2 here, $2 there, and then $3. $3 and then $4. And then even $5 to when I was driving, when we had that shit going on with uh, uh, back in 2001, we had a, uh, the recession. Gas was very expensive. So, 
it's a very interesting thing. You know, how how are we people going to run in the future? You know, are we just gonna be like a bunch of Elon Musk and Tesla heads just riding around with electronic cars? You know, are we gonna go back to fossil fuels? Are we gonna find something different? I mean what 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 do you guys think, you know? I truly think that you know the gas car is gonna be eliminated and there's gonna be a huge huge recycling push for getting rid of cars people are going to figure out something to do with all these fucking cars um or <clears throat> they might just uh um some people might just uh um modify their cars to be electric you know so there's a lot of things and questions that are lying in the future that one day your car not, might not be worth shit right now everything's cool everyone kind of knows like you got to think about it hundreds of years ago 200 years ago not a lot of people were thinking when are we gonna run out of this gas right i mean we just started driving the car 100 years ago right and from driving the car almost about 100 years ago you know it was built around 1905 um driving around the car about then then all of a sudden the gallon of gas is worth four bucks right okay that's like almost saying it's like four cents every year or some shit like that, right? But, because if you do four times a hundred, it's four hundred, four dollars, right? This is basically like saying the gallon of gas went up almost every four cents to three cents almost every year since the day the car was made, okay? But I think, in the future, we may be not needing cars, man. I really think that in the future, you're going to see a lot of people with jetpacks, helicopter shit. Drones have a lot of capabilities, and a powerful drone can do a lot. One with propellers... People are going to soon one day be flying over to work, man, in those propeller things. People are going to be building small helicopters, small little electric cars, small little things just to get you from one place to point A to point B. Long distance traveling will be done in a very large electric car. Or people are going to start building ways of transporting people rapidly. This is going to be the future. We're going to need to figure out ways of not having no longer our personal vehicle. It's going to come to a point where we're going to need to start sharing a huge community of cars. We're going to learn how to do shuttles. You know, I really think that, you know, with the limited source of gas and now having to pump an extreme amount of electricity for the whole world to use, to recharge every little fucking thing that they have. You're talking about a lot of resources too. You know, electricity doesn't just fucking come raining down. We have to make electricity too, with fossil fuels. So, it might not be the easiest thing. You know, we really need to push forward with this, these type of things, with these wind propellers, with this, um, you know, whatever, sun, sun energy, everything that we can think of, because we're going to need as much help as possible to power everything that we're going to need to run in our future.
you know, maybe traveling might be limited in the future. Horses might come back, you know, the, um, things, a fucking bike, you know, a um, pedal bike, you know, normal things that don't require a lot of energy are going to need to come back because no matter what, once you take one resource as valuable as gas, we're going to need to come up with equally as stronger fossil fuels, which requires a lot of jobs, a lot of helping hands, a lot of resources, a lot of area to cover. Um, it's going to be tough, you know, be tough, be tough, but we'll obviously figure it out as people are already figuring things out as it is. You know, we have Tesla, we have BMW coming with energy cars, water powered cars, hydrogen cars, you know, uh, they've already made cars a long time ago, run on vegetable oil. So my uncle actually was one of the first people in San Francisco to put a vegetable oil converter onto a Mercedes Benz, which ran completely on huge vegetable oil that that guy would pick up from like a Chinese restaurant because they would always throw barrels of those away. The guy decided to take that used oil and use it as fuel for his car. It was very smelly because it was used oil, but uh, it got him from place point A to point B. Um, it fully functional Mercedes Benz ran, you know, top speeds and all that shit on vegetable oil. It's do it's doable, guys. It's doable. That's what I'm saying, guys. You know, there, there's there's ways to get around it. You gotta be innovative. You gotta uh, look towards the future and start strategizing these things. You know? Especially how you're gonna get from point A to point B here. Looks like uh, the state senate is doing some things for UC students. Let's see. Proposal would limit out-of-state UC students. Plan to ultimately would allow nearly 4,700 more California freshmen to enroll each year. As University of California faces huge demand for seats, a public outcry over massive rejections by top campuses in record application year, state lawmakers are considering a plan to slash the share of out-of-state and international students to make room for more local residents. That's awesome, guys. The whole thing about school. I don't, I mean, I didn't go to college, you guys. Just put it out there. I didn't really go to like a UC or state. I went to a community college local in my area, right? Um, nothing amazing, right? But, you know, everybody who goes to school, to college, you know, typically I see those people and they go away from home they go away from home so you have these um, people upset that their kids can go to a local school in California and I went to local high schools in California and most of the people that I saw they left home I mean they didn't really leave California but they left like down south you know because I was in the northern California they went down south to like UCLA UC Irvine you know, you see Davis, it's places that are kind of far from their from their main home, right? So, you know, I guess it's good that they want to bring in, you know, 4,600 more students from California. Maybe things have changed. Maybe people want to be more closer to home. I don't know. But I typically think it's good that, hey, man, if you're from every state has a really good college. You know, somehow, some way or another. 
maybe not for your specific thing, but they have it somehow, right? So, sucks for you. That's all I gotta say. Anybody who's like in Pennsylvania and wants to go to UC Berkeley, it's gonna be harder. It's gonna be hard, bro. I'm sorry, man. Go go to Penn State or something. Let's let's read this one because I wanted to talk about this one. Okay. Remember when COVID happened and Donald Trump jumped on the uh, the mic and said that we won't really have to pay for rent during this COVID shit. Yeah, we paid rent, bro. Yeah, so this whole thing about back then, a couple years, remember they were saying, hey, man, if you, uh, you know, going through this COVID, you know, don't really have any money to pay for this, we, you don't have to pay rent. Don't worry about it. Just pay it later. That didn't happen. No, no landlord was coming up to us and telling, hey, man, don't worry about paying next month's rent because, you know, Donald Trump got me. Complete bullshit. Actually, one of the most dumbest things I've ever heard because when I read that and heard it on the news that day in COVID because everyone was stuck at home, me and my wife, it was awesome, right? To hear that, oh man, we don't have to pay any fucking rent. But then all of a sudden, you gotta fucking pay rent. So boom. You suck. You stuck with that shit, right? Let's read it. Landlords, tenants, fix relief programs. State, local aid efforts plagued, plagued with problems, housing advocates say. At back rent and late mortgage payments continue to pile up through the COVID-19 pandemic, landlords and tenants have recently found common ground in a shared nemesis, state and local rent rental relief programs. Advocates for both property owners and tenants say that the patchwork of programs designed to distribute $2.6 billion of housing aid is failing, plagued by laborious applications, slow, non-existent responses, technical glitches, and poor translations for non-English speakers that multiply complexities, multiply complexities, and sometimes insult applications. Reading that does not surprise me. Donald Trump spoke big game saying that, hey man, there's going to be relief to every all these landlords who are going to have to collect rent from people not making money from not going to work or being fired. Then all of a sudden, Donald Trump is all over the fucking place during that year and all this shit, and then he loses. Biden comes in. Of course, that department got totally lost in this fucking shuffle of things. And did Biden really want to keep up the commitment that Donald Trump had to help people who weren't making any money to COVID? Or did it really even matter to him? I don't know. But to hear that departments and they probably ended up giving this to contractors to take over the loans and to help people and try to fix this shit when really it should have been a fucking federal or state agency actually helping individuals because they would have the more say and the more things and more cojones to get things done rather than a third contractor probably trying to take on a contract from the government and trying to help these people in reality they're just doing some con-ass service horrible service for everybody only helping a few people 
Ooh, Lenny Kravitz's birthday, bro. Not too long ago. Ooh, and Lauren Hill. Big shout out to Lenny Kravitz and Lauren Hill. Nice. California, we have had over administered 35.9 million vaccinations. That's awesome. But 16.5 million people are vac fully vaccinated, meaning they got their two shots or whatever, and they waited the two weeks and they feel no symptoms. 41.1% of all the population is fully vaccinated of California. That's pretty nice. So let me tell you where the high cases are at, my friends. There's still high cases in Tulare, California of an average of 10.9 cases, the rate of 10,000 people per 14 days. So every 10,000 people of 14 days, an average of about 20 or more, uh, average of about 10.9 people get sick. That sucks. So uh, let's look at uh, the Bay Area. The Bay Area is looking good. 2.9 in San Francisco. Holy shit. Every 10,000 people, only two people get sick. That's amazing. Contra Costa 6.5. Come on, bros. Alameda, 5.8. Hell yeah, not bad. Only five people every 10,000 people get sick. Not bad. Who has it the worst right now of all of California? That's gonna Siskiyou, Siskiyou County, 27.8 people get sick every 10,000 people in every 14 days. Come on, guys. I know you guys wanna ski, it's still fucking cold over there, but come on, man. Come on, go get vaccinated, bro. Huh? More? More women are vaccinated than males. Hmm, wonder why. Huh, guess who's more vaccinated by age group in California? 18 to 49, more people vaccinated. Nice. Ooh, by race. Let's see who's the most vaccinated. White people. White people. 37.9% most vaccinated. The second most vaccinated group of ethnicity is Latinos. 25.6. Third is Asian. 17.5. And then fourth is other race. 8.4. Unknown race. Unknown race is 4.7. Okay. Black and African American, 3.8%. And multiracial, 1.3. And the rest are just, uh, and then 0.5 for Native Hawaiian and other Pacific Islander. And 0.3 for American Eden, Indian, and Alaskan and Native. Nationwide deaths, ready? 500,000, 
pretty big death toll, unfortunately. Man, these quails, bro. These quails love me. These quails love me. Let's see this. We got uh, 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 Putin and Biden hanging out, trying to maybe rehash what Donald Trump did or something. Who knows? President Joe Biden and Russia's Vladimir Putin agreed Tuesday to meet in next Geneva face-to-face -to, -face to encounter the White House hopes will help to bring some predictable to fraught relationships that are only worsened in the first months of Democratic administration because Joe Biden called motherfucker a killer. Don't call a killer a killer. He's gonna kill you, bro. You could you were snitching him out. Good luck to that meeting. Uh-oh, Trump is still on the hot seat, man. They got new jurors for this fool. Man, this guy is going to go to jail, man. You're going to see Trump in jail in a couple of days, man. I swear to God. Now, if you're somebody probably looking for a career, something to do out of high school, might be a good idea to get some energy, renewable, renewable energies. Coming to California, people. Turbine Energies, a lot of jobs. If you have that, have that credentials, you might make some money. For your future, for your future. You know how long that's gonna take to finish all those motherfucking huge ocean dwelling turbine engines? Are these gonna be sitting on the side of the mountain or are these gonna be in the ocean? Let's go see. Yep, as I thought, they even showed them exactly where they're gonna be at. They're gonna be on an ocean. So, as everyone remembers, the California wildfires, they have, uh, still to this day, you know, ruined a lot of people's lives, uh, ruined their homes, killed, people lost, um, valuables, all that stuff, right? Um, my family, almost lost their home in Reading and then to also see the carnage to go back to Reading and see all the the uh, the horrible things that's happened after a huge fire like that in Reading and just can just imagine all over California what it's like especially in LA um, Congress still after everything that's happened this is what I mean you know the wildfires happened towards the end of the presidency a little bit of Donald Trump during COVID and um, you know now you have um, Donald Trump exiting and Biden coming in with his plan and maybe wildfire wasn't really one of them and Congress says here that Congress still hasn't developed a, a helping hand for California you know they might have given some aid some assistance some money at the time when they we needed it when the actual problems were actually happening but there's no money being given or really done for the prevention of these things the firefighters shouldn't be responsible for the prevention it should be the landowners who are responsible for the prevention and that is the government now if there's also federal land that's federally going to be governed if there's public land well we need help we are obviously not going to this make this thing on our own and start having volunteer helpers start excavating some way to make the lands up there in the mountains more 
less fire less fire uh, um, capable or whatever but where is the resources for taking care of the public land or are the resources for taking care of the private land we need to make sure that we're not going to get hit with any fires man because it's going to be intense again this year and as the heat heat gets stronger and stronger it's going to be harder and harder for fighters firefighters to keep up and you know it's going to make california a less inhabitable place you know it's just going to be always fire prone um and who wants to deal with that this place is so beautiful and there's so many homes compact with each other in cities um you know here in the bay area look where i'm at i'm in the hills and there's tons of hills this is a, a place not too far from here where the oakland fire happened it almost killed many people back then um so yeah, we definitely need to get some fire fire assistance here in California. A lot of weird uh, reading right here. Blood clots aren't the only vaccine side effects worth researching. Just reading through a couple of things, it seems like women are having a lot of side effects with their menstrual cycles, um, heavy periods after the vaccine. Women are suffering rashes from the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and menstrual problems, man. That is, I got the Johnson & Johnson. I don't feel anything, but holy fuck. <laughs> now for local news. Bam! Local news. like it. That if you went to jail for a killing that you didn't do in 1992, you just got freed in 2021. That happened to a man here in uh, Alameda County, Patrick Willis, not the NFL player. Uh, he got sentenced to two murders after the DNA uh, came after two, 2021 that he finally got freed. Got dropped two murder charges and had the possibility for parole but went to life for jail. Since 1992, I'm 31. I was born in 1989. This guy lived for almost 29 years, pretty much my whole life in prison. I've had a good life, man, in my 31 years. A beautiful life. I've went through some ups and downs. But to hear a man to go to jail in 1992, he got released in 57 years old. He lost a lot, man. You can't make that back up. That is so fucked up, dude. You cannot make that back up. At all. At all. I think people who suffer DNA, miss fucking things, should get paid some type of stipend, man, to get your money, your life back. It's so fucked up, dude. So, if you... Let's read for the month of this birthday boys for tourists and birthday girls. Do things your way. Make up your mind. Instead of letting someone step in and take over. Ooh. Let's do next next month's birthdays. Well actually this month. Oh shit, Gemini. Don't take shortcuts. Precision and detail are required. Pace yourself. Ooh, let's do cancer. 
explore new possibilities but don't buy into something without doing your homework Ooh. let's do leo take a moment to digest what's going on around you then make your move nice let's do virgo my favorite refuse to let your personal matters slow you down or interfere with what you are trying to accomplish. Nice. Let's do Libra. Let memory lane be a reminder of experiences and a lessons endured. Rise above any meddling or misinformation you encounter. Yeah, my friends, another day and a beautiful day as I just call it podcast. Nice talking to you, sitting here, having some coffee, enjoying myself, um, talking about whatever. It's nice. Remember to do you. Don't ever let the personal shit stop you from being who you are. A lot of people want some type of answer from you. They want some type of explanation. They want something from you so you can justify yourself to them. You have to remember, you are who you are. You became who you became. Drop the guilty shit on yourself. Stop feeling guilty for being who you are. Life is difficult. We all make certain mistakes and decisions. Sometimes there's no sense in fucking correcting the mistakes. You just gotta learn from them and move on. People are gonna hate you for the things that you do. Sometimes you're gonna make some decisions that are gonna make some people upset. Sometimes people don't think about what the fuck they do. People just want to point the finger and say, look at the bad guy. Some people don't even ask the questions as to why the fuck they're asking these questions. That's why you just gotta be happy with yourself. There's no need to explain who you are to people. Just enjoy yourself, enjoy your being, be happy with who you are. Be happy with who you are. Life is good. Breathe. There's no sense of holding things against yourself. You don't want to be an enemy to yourself at all. You can have all the enemies in the world, but being an enemy to yourself is the worst enemy you can have. Be nice to yourself. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. Forgive more. Love more. Smile more. Look at people in the eyes more. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Love yourself. Be happy, man. 
because this is the only fucking life that you fucking got. No matter what you believe in, you're not sure what the fuck will happen after this. Love your family, love your friends, love yourself, do everything that you can possibly can, and good things will come out of it. Help somebody who's not feeling so good about themselves, and good things will come out of it. Give someone a good tip, and good things will come out of it. Give someone advice when they need it, and good things will come out of it. Give yourself advice when you need it, and good things will come out of it. Eat when you feel like you gotta eat, man. Sleep when you feel like you gotta sleep. Ain't no sense in kicking your ass for somebody else. You could be kicking yourself, kicking yourself's ass, really, to be who you wanna be. Focus on your goals, focus on your ambitions, and keep your circle small. Sometimes, if you're going too crazy, shit gets crazy. So that's my advice. I love everybody who's able to watch the podcast. Who didn't, I don't give a shit. I'm doing this for myself. Thank you. God bless. And I hope you guys have a good Wednesday. And there'll probably be another podcast before Memorial Weekend. Thank you.